Yeah, welcome back, Black Sports 980. I'm your host, Laws. We in the building once again. We got Jeff, we got Aaron, we got Shaq. Uh, I don't know where it be at. He like he said he in the grocery stores. I don't know what he doing, but uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, off break, uh, the games that went down this week were epic. Uh, the Patriots and the Broncos. Uh, Broncos won the game 20 to 18, and it was a close one. That jump was a burner right there. I think, you know, if the game had been in New England, it might have been a different story. I'm just saying, it might have been a different story. Um, you know, definitely was a close game. Denver's defense came to play, they showed up. You know, all four quarters, they put a lot of pressure on Tom Brady. Uh, Brady didn't have, like, a chance to sit and look and see his receivers. And all the stuff that Brady does, he was not able to do in this game. And, I mean, the Denver Broncos, like, they deserve to be in, uh, you know, into the, in the Super Bowl. Uh, Peyton Manning came out the first quarter. He looked like Peyton Manning. And then he just looked pedestrian, like, for the last two and a half quarters. He just looked regular and they needed a score and he I mean they barely got field goals and stuff like that and they almost let the Patriots come back and win the game but I mean what, what were your thoughts on it uh, uh, Jeff Aaron um, yeah uh, I thought you know I, I had a banner week I believe I was the only one on the last show to pick uh, the Broncos and like you said a big part of that was the fact that they were at home um, if it had been in New England, I would have went with New England. Um, I was very confident in that pass rush. You know, Von Miller and Demarcus uh, Ware came ready to play. And um, like you said, Peyton, he started off well. Then he pretty much became a game manager um, you know, for the rest of the game. After they got the lead, he was able to, like you said, get them to kick field goals at least to keep that pressure on. But the defense always kept the pressure on uh, Tom Brady. So... You know, he never got comfortable back there. They did a good job. Uh, they pretty much shut Amendola and um, Edelman down. Um, and Gronk, Gronk got loose on the, you know, late in the game. But they did a good job on him, too. So, yeah, I mean, all in all, what I thought would happen. And, um, yeah, see Peyton is last hurrah, see whether they can get it done, that defense, in the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be tough. But, yeah, I mean, it was it was a great game, though. Yeah, great game. Uh, uh, what did you, you think? Yeah, I agree mostly with, uh, I guess, uh, what he already said. Uh, some of the things I'll touch on, though, in reference to the game, is um, I'm disappointed in Demarius Thomas. And ever since Cam Chancellor took his soul, he looks like a completely different player than he was <laughs> before that. Um, oh, but Shang Sun got him, huh? And I just hope Gary Kubiak doesn't get in the way of, um, in the Super Bowl of, you know, Denver having a chance to potentially win the game because he coaches so scared. Um, and it wasn't until he got to Denver until I kind of got to understand why he was the king of going eight and eight, seven and nine, his entire reign in, uh, in Houston. I just uh, feel like he's really underwhelming as a head coach. Yeah, so I, so one of the things, I mean, well, like I, I, I agree, the Batman is super conservative. But, you know, we I mean, I know a couple of weeks ago we were talking about Brock Osweiler and, and Peyton Manning and like who do you go with and stuff like that and so now I mean do you if you have Brock Osweiler play that last game you don't get home foot advantage I think that really changes everything you know what I'm saying I, I don't even know if Brock Osweiler I mean the defense is so good like they're so good I mean real good who who's to say he wasn't the one one two but the home field advantage jump was so crucial in this yeah, game. Kubiak basically almost coached them Bamas to a loss. Like that conservative, like play call, like you, you gotta play to win. You cannot play to lose. Yeah. And they kind of played not to lose down the stretch of this game, and it almost cost them. You know, if if it almost cost them, though, it almost cost them this game. I mean, it, yeah, it, it, it was and. There's another thing to add on to that, I almost thought that it was going to be um, the uh, Broncos-Ravens all over again. Uh, <laughs> uh, the defense, after playing so well the whole game, 
giving up that pass to uh, Gromp on fourth and ten. I, cu- I couldn't believe it. You know, couldn't uh, believe it. Like, because <laughs> like you said, man, Denver. I think that's Peyton's only loss in the playoffs at home. That fluke, you know, Flacco threw it about seventy yards in the air. You know, I don't think Harris <laughs> or, or, or thought he could get it that far. But I thought it was about that was about to happen all over again. But they did hold. So um, yeah. But that conservative nature, like you said, when they needed to get first down. I didn't like the play calling at all. I don't know what play calling was like. Terrible. It was terrible. And they ran the same call. the same run play like ten straight first downs. It, it got so predictable. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> it, 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 it was bad. And they, they basically, I mean, yeah. If, if if they was in New England and New England could tap their headsets <laughs> and, 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 and do the Lord. Break down encryption on the surface pros on the, the sideline. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See what kind of plays. And they had an edge, a little bit, like that little bit of edge, because they don't cheat the whole game. They just cheating like little. They like pick certain the right moment, like, the right moments. Like that full down play, that full down play where they try to go for it in it in uh in Denver's territory, and they try to throw that little flank jump out to uh, Edelman, and and Denver mm. was all over that jump. Like if all that's over. in New England, if that's in New England. That play gonna be something different because they're gonna be like, all right, they're gonna methodically know what they're gonna do, and then they're gonna it, trust me. They, plays like that, that's when they play, <laughs> and they they get the upper hand, young, and they and they do it, young, they do it. So yeah, uh, I mean the funny they, thing about New England too is the the fact that, and I mean I think Brady's great regardless, but it's funny that it seems like every time they've won the Super Bowl, it's always been some controversy, and when there's no controversy. They don't get it done. That's just the funny thing. And, you know, so when people talk about Brady as the GOAT, not to go off on another subject, I mean, I think he's great. I don't think he's the, I don't think he's the greatest of all time, but, I mean, I don't know how some of those things that you mentioned, like, people tend to forget them. I mean, that's all I'll yeah. say about that. No, if he don't got the game genie, he don't got the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right in his favor, he not going to win. I like this guy. <laughs> Shaq, what you, what you want to say? What I want to say about what? About them cheating and not being able to do it? <laughs> yeah. I'm just happy it was anybody but Brady, man. That's all that matters to me. Anybody but Brady, that's all I wanted, and I got my wish, so I'm happy. Yeah, I think a lot of people wanted to see Brady Brady catch an L. I mean, my wife was even in this jump, jumping around, telling her, yes, they lost. I'm so glad. <laughs> they cheaters. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, nah. I, I also want some. I also want some bread on the game too. You know, everybody's always oh, this? afraid to bet against bet against Brady, man. Like he's like he's like he's uh, uh, per- perfection uh, personified. Like he's in the <laughs> like he never loses. <laughs> you know? no. so. should have known, though. Yeah, <laughs> he can't. If he don't got the game genie, young, he can't. It, 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 not the same, dog. He gotta play the game regular, like everybody. <laughs> So, you know what I'm saying? He can't oh, put the Madden cards in, then he can't he can't win, though. That's just point blank. So the next game we had on the on the docket after that jump was the Arizona Cardinals versus the Carolina Panthers. And young, when I tell you, the Panthers, they like they went to Marshalls and got the polo. I think Marshalls got the sale on the polo boots. The strap and the, uh, they got the uh, like the the buckle on the jump. They got the buckle strap jump. That's the jumps they put on when they stomp the mud hole in, in, in Arizona Cardinals, though. And I have to take back because you know I thought I really truly thought Carson Palmer was like was you know had the last game where he played. And in this game, I thought he was going to come out and, like, you know, be throwing sharp passes. And they going to come out the gate. Bruce Aaron's going to just open the playbook up and let him pass, whatever, whatever. And this Bama turned the ball over five times. Like, and I know I know Carolina Panthers' D is tough and stuff like that. But, like, I mean, these turnovers were not even Carolina's defense so much as bad decision-making. Like, he was throwing in a double coverage. He was forcing in passes. He was just like making the wrong read, holding on to the ball too long, like just dumb stuff. But all I heard about on the broadcast, and this jump kind of made me a little upset, is his stupid finger. Talking about his finger, man. No, dog, no. Let's talk about his brain. Let's talk about his inability to make right decisions. His inability to see throws down the field is covered. 
like his inability to like make the right read. He was making the wrong read. And they didn't say that one time. They didn't say Carson Palmer made the wrong read. They just like, I'm gonna give you the code. His finger probably might be bothering him. And that's why, well, what'd you say, Aaron? I'm gonna give you the code right here, right now for NFL football. When a black quarterback is not making the right throws, he's having trouble reading the defense. When a white quarterback is not making the right throws or throwing interceptions, he's not seeing the field. That's the difference. It's just that simple. Uh, Jeff, what you got to say about Carson? Because you, you told me, I didn't want to believe you, but you was right, man. Get some trash. Yeah, man. I, t- I told you, like, as old as he is, like, he doesn't have a ton of playoff experience. I believe this was only maybe like his fifth game. So, and he looked shaky in the first one. Like, you know, if Rodgers had a got a chance to get the ball, you know, who knows if they wouldn't, uh, you know, went down and, and, and scored the touchdown to beat him. So, yeah, I, I just was skeptical. Also, the fact that they had to go on the road. And with, like you said, in terms of to, to what you see, Peyton was the bowler opposite. We know Peyton doesn't have the same... Uh, arm threat. His arm was never really strong, but you know he he can make all the throws. He's been great with decision making. So the polar opposite, he does he doesn't turn the ball over in that game. He you know and makes the right reads. Where like you said, Palmer, he's just throwing it up for grabs. Like he could have had he had six total turnovers and four picks. He could have had like two more picks. He could have had eight turnovers. Like it was ridiculous. <laughs> like just think about that in an NFC Championship game. Like, you know, and, like, the only real bright spot for them was Johnson. I mean, like, even Fitzgerald was out there, and he catches everything, and he was out there dropping passes. Like, so, to me, like, that's always why I told you the Panthers, to me, were just the best team all year, the most complete. And had they had Stewart, they probably would be undefeated right now. Because Stewart, like I said on earlier shows, he didn't play in that game that they lost to Atlanta. Ever since he's been back, man. Like, they've been something to deal with on offense. When you have him running the ball, Cam's threat to run, his ability to pass, Austin, Ted again, looking like, I don't know where this came from. Looking like, you know, yeah. Looking like uh, Jerry Rice out there. Man, they, they got running the ball. Looking like Lynn Swan. I'm about to... <laughs> yeah, man. I'm so, cooking, dog. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that, that was just the thing with Arizona. I, I never really was, like, so particularly, like I said, due to the fact that they were going to have to go on the road. Like, I, they just, for me, like I said, I, I wasn't really sold. Shaq, Shaq, what's up, man? Okay. Did you know the Cardinals was going to come in and mudhole the Car- I mean, the Carolina Panthers was going to mudhole the Arizona Cardinals like that? I didn't think it was going to be that bad, but... Once I saw how Carolina ended the, I mean, how the Cardinals ended the season, I kind of knew that going up against a tough team like Carolina, they wasn't going to make it. Their their best hope was for Carolina to have lost. There was no way they was going to get past them to make it to the Super Bowl. And we saw exactly why. They just couldn't handle the pressure, and their defense doesn't do enough stopping to stop a team like Carolina. So we saw the exact result of that. And everything y'all said about Carson is true. I mean, Alabama aged over weeks because he was like, <laughs> he went from being found the found the youth to looking like Benjamin Button out there trying to play. So, Alabama yeah. <laughs> looked terrible, though. He looked terrible. You know, like you know, like the uh, if you go up Iverson Mall. I, for for my locals, they they got the little snickerdoodle shop. <laughs> you go in there, drink the snickerdoodle, and then you take it home and you put it in the microwave. That was Carson Palmer, like soft, like that, like just <laughs> falling apart, dog. Just falling all the way apart, dog. He couldn't even. I'm like, yeah, get, two weeks ago they saying you was the MVP candidate, right? Like, right? I, yeah, yeah. Man, Carolina is good. Was, Carolina was, is good. See, my, my other thing, too, with Arizona, like, if you listen to Arians uh, talk after uh, their, their win against Green Bay, he said, you know, he did hold back. We want to throw the ball down the field and this and that more. And that's all fine and dandy, but that can't be your only offense. Like, you need intermediate passing routes. You need to work the middle of the field. You need, obviously, the running game. All your pass, you can't rely on the deep ball, particularly when uh, the Panthers can get pass rush and they have the corners and the safeties to cover those deep throws. Like, no one he was throwing to was ever open. 
Like, like, what are you doing? And then, and then on the other side of that, the Carolina Panthers wide receivers, them bammers was butt naked wide open, dog. Like, I mean, they was doing simple. I'm like, y'all, how's he bammers getting this open? Like, I'm talking about, like, four eight speed receivers, dog. Like, not even fast bammers who, like, got shifty moves. Like, slow bammers. Corey Brown? Come on, dog. I mean, oh, yeah. Ted Ginn got speed, but... I mean, they had they had Bama's running down the field wide open, like wide open. I'm like, I just couldn't, I couldn't understand it. So, I mean, they really Arizona really missed Tyron Matthew, you know, the help in that secondary because they could they couldn't cover anything though. They couldn't cover anything back there. So, um, uh, Arizona they they take a L. Carolina gets the W, and now you have Super Bowl Fifty. It's the Carolina Panthers versus the Denver Broncos. I mean, at the beginning of the year, I don't think anybody would have anticipated that or, or thought that. Uh, maybe the Broncos, you know, truly believe that they would be in the Super Bowl. And lo and behold, here they are. Um, now, who who you got winning this game? That's the question. Because we got really two weeks to talk about it. But just off the, just off the prelim, I mean, after what Carolina did, you know, I almost got to go with these dudes. Like, I mean, they just look like a complete football team. I mean, Denver has a vicious defense, but if if Cam Newton can get the pocket time that he's been getting, like, I thought Arizona Not this week. Cash right. Not this week. You don't think so? He's not gonna, I mean, they max protect on most of their pass plays, but there's no way he's going to have the kind of time that he had in that Arizona game. So uh, he had dog massive pocket time. Like he was sitting in the pocket chilling, dog, doing homework. Like just looking, like okay, he open? No, he ain't open. Oh, I'm open right here and throwing rockets. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah I didn't, what happened, dog? What happened? Like what? What was he doing? Like what was Cam Newton doing in the off season? This Bama is throwing rockets, and they're like pinpoint accuracy. Like, he's not throwing, like, I mean, he had the one bad Aaron throw that went over the dude's head, but outside of that, every pass is hitting him, like, hitting the receiver square in the hands. Like, square in the hands with velocity and touch. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's going to be a tough one. I, I Actually, this is going to be a great Super Bowl. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Uh, I, I just I just don't know how the media you know how they they already some people try and come out call Cam a thug and all like that I just don't I don't know man I don't know <laughs> who, who you got winning this jump man who you got winning it's tough man I mean it, you can't really because of what we saw happen to Denver years ago in the Super Bowl kind of got us think the same thing might happen again as far as the offense goes they, they couldn't handle the pressure that Seattle generated two years ago. And and Carolina's defense is playing just as tough as that defense was. So is Peyton going to be able to handle the pressure when nothing's really changed on the offense since then? Um, defensively, it's, the defense is going to have to carry them, like, straight up. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Their pass rush is way stronger than most of the teams that Carolina's played against this Having Von Miller on one side and Demarcus Ware on the other side is something that they haven't really faced. I don't know how they're going to stand up to that, and that's really going to be the test of the game. Is does the pass rush get to Cam enough to to stop the momentum of the offense? If it does, then Denver has a chance. But I honestly haven't seen enough out of Denver's offense. I think they'll score enough points to win the game. Oh, you got you got you got to factor in. Thomas Davis' arm is broken. So, yeah. he's out of the game. I mean, they say he's going to play, but, like, yeah, come on, man. Yeah. I, I just don't see it, though. Yeah, he said he said he's going to play. He, I think I saw that he had surgery yesterday. So, you know, like, I mean, I don't know what type of rehab he should be doing two weeks to get a get a broken arm. I knew he broke it right when, when I saw the hit. And the way he was holding it, it was like hanging, you know. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to go with, uh, you know, like as as you all know, I've been calling it on the show, you know, since I started making the guest appearances. I have this. Uh, as much as I love Peyton, Peyton's my guy. 
you know, and it's a great story. I mean, the fact that this is his fourth appearance with four different head coaches, that has to be some type of record. They, I haven't seen that anywhere. I don't know any quarterback that's gone to the Super Bowl with four different head coaches. But, um, but it's, it's, it'll be a little bit different than the, uh, than the last time they were uh, in the Super Bowl against Seattle. Um, a lot of people forget Von Miller didn't play in that game. I'm not saying, you know, they, it would be, the outcome would have been any different. Maybe Seattle would have scored 43 points. But Von Miller didn't play. Of course, they didn't have uh, DeMarcus Ware. Um, so those are uh, two huge uh, upgrades. Everyone else is better than they were then defensively. Um, the key is um, for Denver, obviously, that pass rush, whether the receivers will come to play and, and make some plays. Demarius, he was MIA last week. Um, you know, I don't know if he, he couldn't really get open. I don't know what the deal was. But, I'm um, on the back of a milk cotton somewhere yeah, right now. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with him. He, he got he just got $70 million in the offseason, you know, so. He, that might be what it is. When you make that money. Yeah, yeah that might be what it is. I, maybe, but, I mean, he has been playing well all season until, like, these last few weeks. I, like I said, I don't know what's going on. Like, I think the first the first bad game he had was the first time his mother had seen him play. You know, she got pardoned by Obama. You know, she had did the, I think, the 10-plus in, in, in prison or whatever. So that, that was her first time seeing him ever play. I think he was nervous at that. But okay if you want to say that. But then what happened with the games that followed that? So, yeah, he, 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 he needs to step up. But, I mean, I just don't see how they're going to beat the Panthers, man. Like, the way Cam's been playing, like you said, throwing lasers – you know, the, uh, the defense playing lights out. The only the big key, like you said, is whether Thomas Davis is going to play. How effective can he be? Uh, I know Roman Harper was hurt. He said he's going to play too. But, I mean, I just can't see Denver, you know, beating beating the Panthers, man. They, they just seem like they've been on a ride this year in camp. You know, this is one of the best seasons I've seen a quarterback play. You know, probably, you know, you probably had to go back. Touchdown. Um, season a couple seasons ago so but yeah he's like Randall Cunningham like 2.0 <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> that album is the best he like LeBron on the football field with, with a <laughs> rocket arm this album is he vicious man he I mean he might be the best quarterback of our like immediate duo this same. generation with, hey with and the, think about hey and think about this fellas Cam Newton's just a winner. Like, once he got kicked out of the uh, University of Florida, he won a, a championship, played one year in JUCO, won a championship, played the year at Auburn, won a national championship, and now he's on the verge of, of winning the Super Bowl title. Like, the dude's a winner, man. And he and he, and he enjoys playing the game and has fun doing it. Something not root for a guy like that. And, of course, you know, he's black, but we all love that. <laughs> Just go ahead and add that to the mix, though. Yeah, I, 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 I D, that in there. D, D, what's up, man? Who, who, who gonna win the Super Bowl, man? Is it gonna be Cam Newton and the Panthers or gonna be Peyton? Who, who you going with? Who you rocking with? I'm going with Cam. <laughs> Cam. It must sound like the Homer move, but. Just looking at Peyton Manning, the way he played, what was that, uh, against the Patriots? Bama's a scythe when this Bama throws like a 10-yard pass. That's a spiral. <laughs> like, dog, he can't play the way he did against the Patriots against the against the Panthers because he did enough not to make them lose the game. But to me, he had a lot of opportunities where he was actually missing a lot of throws. Like, he was, like, too anxious. Like, he was, he was throwing the ball, like, too early. Like he wouldn't sit in the pocket because he was getting hit. And I think if he does that against Carolina and it, if, he, if he does turn the ball over, and if he doesn't, if Carolina's scoring points, he has to play where he has to throw the ball downfield. He can no longer kind of dink and dunk and have to run the ball, hand it off, hand it off, hand it off to protect Peyton. So I, I give it to the Panthers because I think they have the more complete team. And to me, the, the key to that game is how Denver defense handles Cam Newton. That's the key to the game. If they can't handle Cam, the game is over from the onset. Yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be quick, be quick work. Um, Aaron, who you who you rocking with? Your boy Peyton, or you going with Cam? See, that's the thing. I feel like this is how everybody says sports <laughs> is scripted. I think this is the week where we find out if sports is scripted. Well, if the NFL is scripted or not. 
Because everything week. Yeah, next week. Everything tells me that the Panthers should win the game. But I got a strong feeling that the powers that be are going to let this story end the way they want it to end. Um, but I don't, I don't think it'll be, uh, I guess, as tough a game. for. I think it'll be closer than a lot of people think. I don't think it's like uh, Carolina walking away. I think their offense is going to struggle against Denver's D. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Carolina's a 4-3 uh, team. And a lot of times with the mobile quarterbacks, the 4-3 team struggle to kind of contain that. But with the 3-4 Denver hands and the pass rushers, uh, I guess the outside linebackers, I think it's going to be a lot harder for Carolina to be able to put up the numbers um, that they did against uh, Arizona. Arizona. So, so basically you're saying that uh, the referees in the locker room are going to get a white envelope that's going to have the, the, the team winning inside the envelope and they're going to have to carry on. <laughs> Carried they out got, the initiative on the field. When the clock says zero, time. when the clock says zero, and, and the Patriots lost, they got the call right then and there. Like, look, you already know what it is, and I think I pretty much think it's written. Now I wouldn't be mad because I like Peyton, but I, I really don't see how Denver just outright wins the game without Carolina having like some mental mistakes or something happening that we haven't really seen happen all year, other than against Atlanta. So you so you basically saying David Stern gonna come out the back tunnel and go and talk to Roger Goodell at the, at the, uh, in, the in the back and say, hey yeah, Peyton, last hurrah, like they did with Ray Lewis, the whole Ray Lewis jump. Anytime they got somebody, they send them off into the sunset. Yeah, you notice how the Ravens didn't get on that tear until Ray Lewis announced his retirement. Then all of a sudden, magically, the Ravens. <laughs> y'all, y'all yeah. silly man. <laughs> if, if, if the league orders is in play, though, we gonna see. We gonna see. I mean, yeah, I, I, I definitely would like to see Cam Newton win. Uh, I think somebody said this would be the the fourth year in a row that we had a black quarterback in the Super Bowl. Who was the? Uh, or the third year? Russell Wilson. Because Russell Wilson twice. Third year, third year. My bad. Third year. No, actually, third year. it was four. It, it, it is four. Kaepernick was before Russell. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I guess the Ravens. That's right. I guess the Ravens, yeah. Yeah. Hang on. It's, it's crazy. A change well, coming. We, we, we got the we got the NFC on lock, man. <laughs> <laughs> change coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh. Aside from that, the Eagles went ahead and gave $42 million to Zach Ertz. That man was tripping? Did I read that wrong? Or is that is that correct? They gave him 20 uh, guaranteed? 20 guaranteed? Yeah, to Zach Ertz. That's $42 million? Five years? You know we're not going to see the life of that contract, man. You right, you right, you right, you right. But then they gave they gave uh, Brent Selleck like thirteen million too. What was that? Why are they signing tight ends? Did they not see their secondary is some trash? They trying to make the Redskins spend seventy five on Jordan Reed. That's what that was. <laughs> Man, don't do it. <laughs> dog, it's Joe crazy, dog. They just yeah, they just giving away free money. Right to break one up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the thing that's crazy is Zach Ertz has never eclipsed a thousand yards receiving in his career as a tight end or five touchdowns in one season ever. So I don't know why he got so much money. I, I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. Sometimes, sometimes it boils down to like a whole like the market thing. He's so constantly. The, the player salaries and all those things go up. So if we were to really look at it, like when, when an elite tight end comes on the free agency market, like, like we're going to see what they're going to get. And they're probably going to get, if Earth is getting, uh, getting 20 million, like when an elite tight end becomes a free agent, what? I mean, it happens. Yeah, nah. I, I agree. They probably, they, they, they I mean, sometimes potential, you know, but I mean, to me, he's just not that good. Like, 
I'm, I'm sorry, especially when your secondary is like, I can go and run routes on your secondary right now, straight off my couch and cook them. That's a problem. Like, hey, you don't need let, to me, be... let me, let me, let me ask y'all this, and y'all can tell me what y'all think. Do you think if he had a better, consistent quarterback, he could put up? Because he did have 863 yards receiving last year, and I think the five touchdowns. So, and that two. was with Sam Bradford. Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Two, t- two so, touchdowns. So, eight, so 863 and two touchdowns. So, you think if he had a better quarterback, that 863 would be over a thousand and more touchdowns? Do you think that has something to do with it too? Uh, uh. I mean, if you're I mean, in the end zone, 863 as a tight end with Sam Bradford as the quarterback. I mean, that seems no, like legit, though. It had Nick Foles. Remember, Nick Foles was the quarterback before Sam Bradford. And, well, and what Nick type Foles. of numbers were did he put up with Nick Foles? Even worse. He had, yeah, uh, they weren't bad. He might have had 600 yards, something like that. Every three touchdowns, four touchdowns. Yeah, okay. the max he ever had was four touchdowns in, in a single season. Bradford's just mediocre to me, though. I'm sorry. Average. He, He's an average, average tight end. Like, I mean, I know he's like one of the new generation of these young tight ends, whatever, with like athletic ability. But, but like, yeah, I, he, I, they giving away free money. That's all. all I, I mean, they give, oh. go ahead. Go ahead. Bro. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. It probably, it definitely has to just do with you know a whole how the market is down and you know player salaries probably going up a bit because. I think Gronk signed not too long ago, and I mean, I, I'd be hard pressed to think that he got too much more than twenty million guaranteed. I, I don't know, maybe you all could, you know, tell me, tell me his numbers, but I know he signed not too long ago. I don't know what his uh, guaranteed money is, but he got fifty-five. Fifty-five was the overall contract. Okay. Yeah. But you got to realize Gronk was getting double-digit touchdowns. Like he was. Oh no, Gronk's a beast. No, Gronk is a beast. I'm just, I'm just trying to see, you know, to gauge it against the best in the league to, you know, where Earth kind of falling, you know what I mean, to see money wise. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Gronk got, Gronk got six years, fifty-four million, and uh, he got twelve or thirteen guaranteed. <laughs> and when did he sign that? This was. You had full ass, wasn't? Yeah. See, okay. So all, all, that oh, I could yeah. think, so all that I could think of is that Philly is going on. But he was unproven. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's just the potential. The I mean, Grant was to some degree unproven still, and he was still young, whatever. I don't know. You know. The Bama had 15 touchdowns his first yeah. year in the league. That's the not unproven. That's fine. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Nah, you're he right. was. He, he was fried at home. Like, yeah, you're right. You're right. He fried. The Bama vicious. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He need. He needs 70. Seven. <laughs> Grog best seven. And Alabama only twenty six. So, I don't think. Also, too, I don't know if with the the offense are looking to run, if they're looking to go tight and heavy. The fact that they they put so much money in tight ends and their receiver, their receiving core is weak. And if you look up, if you look where he came from, from Canyon City, they use Kelsey a lot to catch a lot of passing. So maybe that's the idea of making Hurts a focal point in that offense. Since they don't really have any weapons on the outside. That's something I can think of. Yeah. They're they're like that now. Yeah, they be yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Good luck with that, young Eagles struggling. Uh <laughs> on the basketball. Young, last night. Oh, this Bama Steph Curry might be the best Bama ever, though. I'm sorry. He just might be the best Bama ever. <laughs> this Come Bama cook, Ka- Kawhi Leonard. Yo, he could. I, young, Dwight Leonard might be the best defender in the league, or one, if not one of the best. And he made Kawhi Leonard look like, like, like me was trying. Like, if we just went out there, John, and did like a little basketball charity against Steph Curry, like, you know, playing one on one. The Bama cooked Kawhi Leonard, dog. The Bama was just. I didn't even know that he was playing the Spurs the way he was frying. Like, you think, like, yeah. when they play the Spurs, Spurs going to step their game up. It's going to be tough defense. They're not going to be turning the ball over, all this stuff. Young, they look like they was playing another team, and they just mud-hold them. And they beat them by 30. When have you ever seen the Spurs get punished by 30 points? I, I can't even remember the last time they got beat by 30 points. Like, I can't even remember. They got LaMarcus Aldridge. They got a squad, too. And they be punishing all these other teams. And, yeah. Oh, Steph is real. Steph is real. 30, 37 points last night. 
120, 90 victory. Like, in, come 20, on, in 28 in 28 minutes, sat out another 20. 14 fourth quarter. He sat out this. Oh my goodness, though. So, so what does this mean for the Spurs? Are the Spurs like? Is this a wake up call? Is this like one of Popovich's like his? You know, you know how he do. Sometimes he'll let his team get like punished and like send a message so that when they get in the playoffs <laughs> and they all be serious business. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever. Does this mean anything, or does it not? Or does it mean something? To me, this means a lot, though, because I expected at least the Spurs to make the game competitive. I didn't. I didn't expect them to get mud hole from the door. So, what do you got, what do you got to say, Shaq, uh, D, uh, Jeff, Aaron, or like, what do you think? Does this mean anything? <laughs> oh man, um, I, I, I'll take the first stab at this. Um, I mean, I would I would tell you, you know, to relax a bit. You know what I mean? As far as you know, it being a long way, we still haven't got the All Star break. And it's the Spurs, and you're still talking about a seven-game series, and you know that you would expect if they do meet up, um, you know that you would expect it to go seven. Now it wouldn't, you know, be obviously in the Spurs' favor that that game seven would be in Golden State, but the Spurs are undefeated at home this year as well. I believe they're 21 and 0 at home. So, and obviously Duncan didn't play. Now I don't think he would, obviously would have made a difference. Like they lost by 30. I mean. He, it's not like we're talking about the Duncan in his prime. So, um, you know, I, it's it's early, but I mean, Golden State, man, they're the real deal, man. They go top to bottom. They're interchangeable. Aldridge couldn't do anything. Like, you know, he maybe he's another one of those tall guys that hates playing against undersized defenders because Draymond strapped him. You know, Draymond, I know, is stronger than him. You know, that that was fairly obvious. You know. Um, that's another thing you didn't mention, Harold. I know Steph, we get all caught up in that. Draymond is is an animal. And he might be uh, surpassing LeBron as the as the best point forward. You know what I mean? Not, he's not a better player, obviously. But point forward, like orchestrating the offense, running it through. Do you see some of the passes that he makes? And he could take it off yeah. the rim and push it? We already know what Steph's going to do. He's the real deal. Holyfield, like you said. So, um, But, yeah, I mean... I, I wouldn't take a whole bunch away from it other than the fact that I think that Golden State is going to break the 72 game uh, you know wins in the season but you know like and I think they will go back to back but you know it's, it's early though you know I, the Spurs will be ready to play next time they play you can, you can, you can bank that What's the what's the what's the job they have at the same asylum? The little the the jacket that holds your arms in the, the straight jacket, the straight jacket, Joe. Uh-huh. That's what Draymond Green had on Marcus Aldridge. Like. <laughs> Matter of fact, they had that job on their whole team, though. They the Bama's can't yeah, do nothing. Kawhi Leonard didn't even have like Kawhi Leonard usually goes off. This Bama had a Kawhi sixteen, and and wow. I'm, I'm not talking about bars on a on a song. I'm talking about the Bama couldn't score no baskets. That's what I'm talking about. Like, these Bamas cooked them, dog. Cooked. Like, I feel, I feel like putting him on Steph was a bad idea to begin with. One, when you have to focus that much energy on defense, especially when you think you're a good defender and a, and a dude is cooking you like that, that takes away from your offensive game, for one. And then I just feel like Greg Popovich purposely threw like a a wrench in the game plan because I don't think he thought they were going to beat Golden State to begin with, but I don't feel like he wanted in case they met up in the playoffs to go with maybe his his A1 strategy against Golden mm-hmm. State. I felt like it was a chess move more than anything, even though I don't think they would have won. I felt like it would have been a better game because Greg, Greg Popovich is too good of a coach for what happened last night to happen. Yeah, no, you, you right. You, you definitely right. He definitely probably doing one of those 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 tricks tricksters. I probably wouldn't even seen how Steph cooked these Bamas if I ain't had a snowstorm held me out. Never did work. But but D, D, what, what do you gotta say? Did you did you see the, the cooking? Yeah, I watched that game and uh, I don't I don't read too much into it because the Spurs and they rested Duncan. Not saying that Duncan would have made a difference in terms of the points. But Duncan does change the way they play the game and their offense, the way they run their offense. Mm-hmm. And um, I think with the 82-game season, you just can't put too much effort into a one-in-one one game before the All-Star break. Even though you did get your head, you know, you got mud hole. 
But I, I believe that um, people don't talk about Golden State's defense. I mean, the Spurs would turn that ball over left and right. Yes. I watched that game. I mean, they could not do anything. I mean, they were stealing the ball. They were putting pressure where you go to the hole, and there was always a defender there ready to, like, contest the shot. And people don't talk about their defense. They don't talk about that offense. But that defense, a lot of times, is what was actually gets the offense going. Um, yeah. Kawhi Leonard, I mean, he was playing – he played Clay Thompson. It didn't matter because Clay Thompson was dogging him. He played Steph Curry. Steph Curry was dogging him. They couldn't really guard the high pick and roll real well last night either. They didn't know who to guard. A lot of times it was like miscues. Guys would be wide open for like easy dunks. So I think that was just like like Aaron's like a lesson for the for that team. I don't I don't put too much into it. Trust me. If that was like the actual playoffs, the Spurs would not have gotten beaten like by thirty points. Not like that. I don't I don't believe. Oh that. yeah. Jump, fry station, though. Fry. And then they had six players in double figures, the Warriors. Everybody was putting up points last night. Everybody was cooking, though. And, and that's the thing. Like, you really don't see a team just assert themselves like that against the Spurs. Like, they came in and were like, we better than y'all. Y'all some trash. And they just, like, asserted that the entire game. And the Spurs were, like, trying their best to hang on. Like, you could, could tell, like, they was on the verge of a mud hole, and they were, like, <laughs> they were just trying to hang on for dear life. And they was trying to, like, do anything they could, go to the rack, stop shooting jumpers, all that. And it didn't matter because every time they would just come down, somebody would last on D, and then it will be a trade ball. Or, you know what I'm saying, Draymond get to the cup, or it would be a kickout pass, three bucket. And then when they would transition to the, the, uh, the second unit, it's like they just kept it going. So, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. The second unit shocked me last night. They outplayed the Spurs yeah. second unit big time. Big time, though. Shaq, you want to say something, Shaq? About them? Oh, you don't want to say nothing? All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, I was, was going to say, like, Curry, Curry, man, I mean, like, you think of, like, his offensive repertoire, I mean, he's just really unguardable. Like, like uh, there's nothing he can't do, like, he stretches the defense, so he really changes the game. You have to really defend way out there. So it leaves all types of space for you to penetrate the ball. And the way they move the ball, that's tough to defend. And then he could, he could, he could obviously has Pat, and he's improved big time on finishing around the bucket with the floaters, the and ones, free throw. He shoots over 90% from the line. He moves off the screen well, without the ball well. It's nothing he can't do offensively. And so that poses a big problem. And then when you have Clay that can shoot the way he can shoot, and Draymond that can, like, you know, man and run the offense the way he can run it, man, they're tough, man. And, 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 and as you mentioned, D, the way they play defense, it goes underrated. As well as their offense is, they strapped on defense. And the Spurs, that turnover number was 26, by the way. Spurs had 26. I think that's the most turnover they had in, like, five weeks. So, yeah. Yeah, though, I, I yeah, I'm – if 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 they do a uh, update on the rosters on TK two K, they gotta make his rating hundred, though. I'm I'm serious. He need to be the first player to ever get a hundred rated because the Bama can do everything. I mean, young. I seen him like he had the ball in his left hand, threw the jump around his back, like went up on a layup on the other side of the rim. Like the Bama just playing like like it's like rec league out there, jump. Like he don't even. And, and you know he take it serious, but he plays so effortless, like effortless. Yeah. Like he just be out there jumping. Okay, oh, I'm gonna I'm bop him with the cross. Bang. Oh, he wants to go <laughs> Oh, on the bottom, I'm gonna try to play me. Did, 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 did you see that? Did you see that move? Did you see the move you hit on uh, uh, Patty Mills? <laughs> like he faked, like he was going the one way and then swung back to the left? <laughs> Man, as he had him. He had him in that spin cycle on, on in a uh, washing machine. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Dang, dog. So, yeah, yeah. Now, he the truth. He the truth. He the truth. He the best. I mean, he's the best, like, pure scorer that I can, like, remember since Jordan. Like, Jordan was the only other player that I remember. Just, like, every time the ball was in his hand, like, he could score at will. And there was nothing you could do to stop him. Like, yeah. Jordan came down. I'm okay, AI. AI. <laughs> nah, but AI. Nah, nah, nah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, but not, what? not like Jordan. Not, no, not like Jordan. Only, the only reason, only reason you is that that I bring this is because we talk about efficiency, dog. Like Steph and Jordan shot over fifty or close to fifty. AI's career is forty-one percent. So you can't compare. I would he say, hey, but for 
Yeah, but I mean, but that that, that goes in. So he's talking about efficient clip is part of that scoring yeah, too. Like, yeah, that's a part of scoring efficiency. Like if you shoot thirty times, you know what I mean? Like, come on. But Jordan, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't apply that and then take like Jordan out of it because it was something nice where Jordan didn't necessarily shoot. I mean, but, but but when you look at when you look at his season percentage, he was over fifty percent, which meant over eighty-two games or however many he played. He usually played close to eighty-two, like hey, he got over fifty percent. No one's gonna have a good night every night. That's just not possible. Let me ask you this quick question. I don't, don't want to get tired. Of, I don't want to get tired of in the AI discussion like we did last week. But let me just say, <laughs> I, my, my bad, my bad. On that. Hey, look, let me say this. Let me say this real quick though. Do you believe that Steph Curry had Eric Snow, George Lynch, the camera Tumbo, <laughs> where he shoot fifty one percent from the field? I probably not. Nah, he won't shoot fifty one percent, but he averaged sixty points a game though. I tell you that much. He would man. When you play with other shooters, it's a whole different ball. It's game. a whole different game. Yeah, no that's true. That's true. That's true. They got all shooters. You right. But but dog, but dog, let me just say this though. Yeah, the Bama Steph Curry, like, I think he can hit eight out of ten with his eyes closed. Like, seriously. Like, if you blindfolded him and was like, yeah, shoot these three-pointers, the basket's right here. I think he can hit eight out of ten, dog. He's that I real. Agree. They cannot hey, look, stop this true. man. I can't, I can't hate on that. But if you look at a lot of his shots he takes are wide-open threes, too. Not to say oh, he... Oh, that's so not true. That's, dog, he no, shoots contested jumps, too. No, he does. I'm not saying he does. I'm just saying a lot of them... Or, you know, I'm not saying he doesn't take No, they look wide open because he's shooting five steps behind the three-point line. Yeah, and the yeah, Bamas don't think he can hit it. So they're so they not even stepping or, out. Was, he's got a good look yeah, because or, he's five steps behind. Right, right. Or or he'll shake the defender, I mean, off him, and he looks wide open. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, the Bamas real. He can shoot it off the dribble. Nah, the Bamas real. I'm just saying, could he carry a team by himself with the camera tumbling in the center? That's all. I don't know, dog. I don't know, but I know he. I know if he did have a team like that, the Batman has 60 a game. He be he no. still be the, the the leading scorer because this Batman cook Kawhi Leonard like, and Kawhi Leonard might be the and best defender in the league. And he took Kawhi Leonard and he was like, "Hey, young, what 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 year did you graduate? All right, I'm gonna come back, young. You need to go." Back I mean, look, we we also, but look, peep this though too, fellas. Like, remember what he did at Davis. Again, he was facing up against them big boys. He, he, the only thing, and I watched that that play like maybe like a couple months back when he didn't take the last shot against Kansas. You know, uh, he gave it up because they kind of they kind of forced him to. But if he had it to do over again, I know he would have shot it. But when you look at, you know, he didn't look at the players he was playing with then, and he and he was doing what he was doing Fine. at that level. You know what I mean? Nobody played there in college. <laughs> Come on, Come on, Come on Matee, Matee, please, That's the vibe he played. D. T. Please. <laughs> and, plus, and plus, to me, it, it was actually just really tough doing the college because you think like those coaches recruit all the best players. They get all the best players year in and year out. It's no free agency. So he's cooking against these top-notch programs from little old Davidson, and you know. I, you probably can't even remember any of the other players on that team. And they were within him taking the last shot, probably, of being in the Final Four. And you haven't heard nothing yeah. about Davidson since. I don't want it to be misconstrued. I like Steph a lot. I think he's probably the best player in the league right now. I, what I don't understand, and my angle is kind of the level of disrespect that AI gets kind of in the circle of people that we talk about sports with. It's a, like, people don't give him the, he was 5'10 on the tallest day. Giving Bama's 40 and 50 at will. Nah, he was getting I touched was up. Steph was not getting touched up that way. Like when Addison went to the lead, to the lane, he was getting yeah, they, I feel like they do They do be letting That's one thing I don't understand Like I'm like young Ain't nobody like Gave this Bama a, a gut a, a forearm to the gut Like while he's shooting one time Like The league like, is just The, 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 the league hard, is like, hand Man I'm, I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just say this And I mean I'm, I'm good on the topic Personally like I don't even think It's a matter of disrespect I, I think We all know how Great AI is But to me Like the last time when I got a little like, huh? Like, where, where y'all coming from is saying he was bad at Kobe. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, I, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. 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 I didn't say that.
<laughs> nah, so we ain't, we ain't even going we ain't gonna go down that dark alley. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the next topic. What's the next topic, man? Next topic. Almost got found the show last time we walked down that dark alley. We ain't gonna go down that dark alley. Yeah, yeah. Next topic, though. Next topic. We got, we got, uh, we got, now this is up for debate. DeMarcus Cousins had 56 and 12 last night in a double overtime loss. God. He didn't even play in the second overtime because he fouled out. But the dude is the best big man in the league. Hands down. And Shaq? Hands down. Shaq. N- n- since Shaq. Since Shaq. But they ain't know what Dwight Howard don't want to see. This Bama was shooting three Not balls. He was crossing Bama's up. Young, I seen him cross a dude last night like a guard and, and go to the right. Oh, he caught, he caught, like, he, he got a pass, like, down deep inside near the basket, and he just dunked the jump backwards. Like, you never see Bama's do reverse dunks in games in traffic. Like that, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, he he's the realest, dog. As, as far as it, if, as far as big men is concerned, 56 and 12. My goodness, but they got they call them boogie down productions now. That's <laughs> Marcus cousin went double double, but they lost though. So there we are. With he got to get out of Sacramento. He got to find his way out of Sacramento. He got to get out of there. Yeah, he got he got to get out of there. He. Yeah, cause he he can't win there. He can't. I, I just he can't win there. I wish he would come to Washington. There was a time where I didn't want him, but when you scoring fifty six points and twelve rebounds, like I the way we playing right now, the Wizards are some trash. They can't even. Dog. They can't even he cannot go there with Randy Whitman. He would slap Randy Whitman in the face. Don't. <laughs> That's what we need. Yeah, Randy Whitman got to go too. Now that we on the topic, let's get Randy Whitman out of there. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. We need a petition to get Randy Whitman out there. Uh, what's up with Bradley Bill? This Bama got hit in the face last night, and now he got a mild concussion or what? It went through the concussion protocol. Like, why is this Bama made of glass? Can somebody tell me? <laughs> I just feel like why? Bama got banned like the worst luck ever. Because you can't blame him for playing defense. Most dudes would have got out the way and just let the dude dunk. He played defense, and the nigga elbows was right in his nose. Like, I don't know what else he could have done different in that situation to avoid getting, like, the injury's just fine. It's, it, it's crazy. Man. So, with these injuries, you going to sign him to a max deal? What you going to do? I can't do it, young. Mm. Nah, He's I can't. Have a choice. I don't see it. Yeah, it's like the Kirk Cousins situation. You're kind of stuck. Mm. You'll be back in the basement if you let him go. Right. Who you going to replace him with? That's the question. Who do you get to replace him with? All you gotta do Are is y'all just that put, far out of the basement now, though. No, just put a piece of, just put a, uh, just put a, uh, a glass cup on the on the court and just let tra- it stand out there. That's the same <laughs> thing. Trade him for Demarcus Cousins now, because if if you let it get to the end of the year and don't resign him, he's gonna get a max deal somewhere. Yes, he will. And you'll Not be back to nineteen wins. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the toughest thing in sports to me, man. Like, when you think about these franchises that get put in this position. Because it's like, on the one hand, you want to have the guts to be like, nah, this isn't going to work. Like, he's not worth that. Like, he's not going to take us to the next level. So, there's no need to sign him. But on the other hand, it's still a business. And you still want to put, you know, fans in the seats. So, like, you, if you have players that still have the potential and can be good, like, it's hard to just let them walk, even if you don't think... You know they, that they're worth the max. So that's these are like the toughest decisions in sports. And if you get them I mean, wrong, man, <laughs> it, it sometimes it backfires. Sometimes it doesn't. If you look at like um, Milwaukee when they had they had it happen twice. The first time I can remember is Ray Allen. They took a chance on letting him leave. It didn't work out for them. The other time is Michael Red. They took a chance on letting him leave and it worked out just fine. So it's like, do you really? You have to kind of roll the dice sometimes. You can't. You have. You might take a loss on it, but you got to roll the dice because he's not doing anything good for you there because he's not healthy. So you really want to pay him and take a chance on keeping him in the backfires. I'd rather take a chance on losing him and pay all that money and keep him, and it doesn't work out. But what's the end game when you lose? Like you can't. This is the NBA, and you can't just like let somebody go without a replacement. Like so, what's the solution? You're saying let him go and do what? 
What's the alternative? No, just put I mean, an ankle brace and a face mask on the on the court. That'll replace him. Because that's what he's on. Or a suit. Just put a suit on the court. Because that's what he's Like I said, I'd trade him. Yeah, yeah, I trade him. Consider, but outside of that, you I mean, what can you get for him? Uh, you can get a good player for Bradley Beal, dog. You can get yeah, somebody. Like a good, yeah, a good solid, a solid, like a starter, like a starter. You gotta get a starter, right? Yeah, you That's gotta get a starter. I think if you, I think Demarcus Cousins is in the conversation if you can add other thing, other pieces with Bradley because he wants to have nothing else. No, after fifty six and twelve, you gonna have to give him Bradley Bill, John Wall. You gonna have to give him everybody. The, 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 uh, maybe, maybe you can give him John Wall and Nene or something. My, yo. Yeah. Nobody want that fat. Nah, Nene's expiring contract. That's what they want. They don't want him. They want his expiring contract. Yeah. It would probably have to be like a like Bufre or uh or Porter would probably have to be in that deal. Yeah. I would it for the moment. I would though. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Fifty six and twelve change your franchise around. Especially in the East, that makes us automatic Eastern Conference contenders. If we had, even if we just got Wall and Demarcus Cousins, Demarcus is way better, in my opinion. He brings way more value than what Bradley Bill does, even at Bradley Bill's peak. Right. Because yeah. because because Bradley Bill, I mean, he he's in and out. Demarcus Cousins is at night in and night out. 20 and 12, Brian. night in and night out. And on top of that, he's a he's a dominant force. He might be the, like, if you can just keep that Batman from kirking out, just make sure he on his medicine, just make sure he take his uh, Stratera and, and, and his meds. I think I think him playing, I think him playing with Wall would help him. Of course, they was uh, teammates at Kentucky, and they still good friends to this day. So I think yeah, but, you know, that, that would be beneficial, like, for them yeah. to, you know, but this is the thing, like, the D- DC nightlife though, the DC nightlife, I mean, that job is kryptonite. Yeah, that, that's that's every, always every yeah, special, that's special time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I mean, it's calm. You make that still. Yeah, you make that move though. You automatically have a the new Shaq and Penny. B you have the best big man in the Eastern Conference automatically when you make automatic. That by default, and, there's, and, no, there's no big man in the Eastern Conference that's better than him. So by default, he's automatically no. better. Yeah, and that should put them. That should, with the right coach and stuff, put them in contention as well. Yeah. Even with Whitman, that's in contention. I mean, he might not make the move no, in the playoffs no, and get it done. No, nah, man, no, 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 he's no, gone. no, no. no. <laughs> Randy Whitman walking papers is, is is just needed signature. That's all it needs. That's it. Randy Whitman walking papers just need the signature. So Come trade on. him along. Trade him along with Beal and Nene. Yeah, get him out of here, dog. Get him out of here. Yeah, that time. <laughs> give him a draft pick. I'll get, take I'll get, get my first me, round pick, man. Easily. Give me Dave no, Black I, yeah, over uh, Whitman. <laughs> I'll take Black. I'll take Black right now. Listen. Yeah. Let's, what? Okay. We, need to, we need to start Black? a petition. Really? Really? Black is the worst coach in the NBA. Randy Whitman is the worst in Black right now. At least he coaches. At least he coaches. David Black doesn't even coach. Bro, he don't have to. Then Randy messing Ooh. it up by substitute Nene playing 20 or 30 minutes. And then uh, Drew Goodman will have 25 points and 10 rebounds and not play the next three games. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 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 I, I, I just still don't yeah, understand why Whitman's rotations. No one. Everybody's been asking that for years. <laughs> <laughs> like, straight up. Whitman don't yeah. understand Whitman's rotations. <laughs> exactly. <It's not> rotations. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Because Drew Gooden is he he gives you rebounding he he can shoot the ball he can shoot the three ball so why not use him on the floor with a guy like John Wall that can dribble drive penetrate and dish it as opposed to having Nene you know who sucks as a defender he's not the best because Ra- because Randy Woodman is scared of Nene he's scared Nene gonna choke him out in the locker room <laughs> he no he he been scared of Nene since he's been here and that. I'm through with Randy Whitman. It's time for him to go. Uh, I mean, that's all I got to say about that. Um, we uh, <laughs> we we actually come down to the end of our show. We got some topics, but we're going to slay them for the next show. They really get to uh, talk about Deontay Wilder and how he's going to knock Tyson Fury out. <laughs> and we're 
we're gonna talk about the Cavs a little bit too, because they still cooking and they got the best record in the East and uh, some other stuff. But we'll, we'll cover it around next show. Any any closing thoughts? I mean, you got me hyped now. I want I want the uh, Demarcus Cousins so bad. <laughs> I'm about to start tweeting away. I'm about to start. I'm about to start tweeting that different, different trade, trade packages. Like this is 2K. Help him, dog. Aaron, you want you want LA Fitness tonight, Aaron? Nah, it's still too much stone to ground for me. <laughs> uh, well, I guess everybody going back to work tomorrow. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, nah. <laughs> Car show tomorrow? I, uh, I, think I, I, what? I think I'm going back Thursday. You might as well just, just carry it over to Monday then. Nah, uh-uh. Thursday, Friday. I go to work two days. <laughs> well, I mean, that is, yeah, I'm, ba- I'm back to work tomorrow. I was surprised I had off today, but, you know, it was a blessing take that <laughs> uh, uh, to everybody out there please follow us on Black Sports 980 and we got uh, I think we gonna we got the we got the Facebook page so so go ahead and like the Facebook page Black Sports BLK Sports 980 go ahead on, uh, like this uh, Facebook page um, we are gonna get some other stuff worked out too probably some t-shirts or something uh, and that's our show. Peace. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me! How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak! How does that do feel? Not. How does that do feel? Do